Yeah, we're back. Random encounters with Nerd Guide. This is Fat Tony. This is JP. In case you forgot who we were. Yeah, I forget who I am all the time. It's fine. Coming at you with the, with the hot takes, I guess, about stuff. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Talk about some games. Played some L5R. Playing War Scott. Playing War Drop. Yep. Mm -hmm. I got some War Machine. We got some Mechanic Shredder spoilers from Senor Hungerford. The Wheel Hungerford. Um, yeah. Bill, Bill Hungerford. Yep. The, the boy from the Bayou himself. Um, yeah. Uh, it's been uh, two weeks. A lot of stuff. Oh, man. I just remembered uh, there's some, some new drama in the role-playing game community actually um, so you know the Jug judges guild they like produce like D, D stuff the dm's guild no the judges guild so it was the thing that nah. was it's basically the dm's guild before the dm's guild then um, they're like that. yeah they're like an old school org well the guy who runs it who is the son of the founder pedophile um no uh anti-semite ah so, I mean, he might also be a pedophile, allegedly. I don't know. Allegedly. Um, I can neither confirm nor deny because I don't know him. Uh, but yeah. xenophobia to kick in. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I read about that earlier today, and I was like, oh, well, that sucks. So he dislikes the Jews, huh? Yep. Yep, he's a big Trump guy. Talk about the Jew media. That's hilarious. Okay. Um, like, literally in one of the Facebook posts that I saw a caption of, he says, the Jew media. And I'm like, boy, howdy. This guy's, uh, yep, got a Nazi. Yeah, it looks like we got a Nazi over here. Only yep. in America can you be a living Nazi and not get... I don't know, man. It's on the friggin' rise. It really sucks. Yep. Yeah. That's, that seems to be a common problem with uh, America, it doesn't really give a damn about history. No, no, we don't learn from it. What learning? I mean, I mean, most most of the Nazi ideology kind of sprung from American, like race science and stuff. Oh. So yeah, they they learned it from watching us. Actually, um, I mean, the British okay. were the first ones to do concentration yeah. camps. So. They, they skewed the whole idea of a perfect. Uh, gene and whatnot. Like, I read the study itself, and those guys like they they didn't believe in. Yeah. Hey, go grab a bunch of like primo women and get your primo guys and have yeah. them bang out children. Like, they had these ideas that it would be possible, yeah. but evolution takes years for it to really crack down and do its thing. So yeah. they were kind of well, it's it's bad science. You know, so who would have thought? Anyway, we're not here to talk about weird stuff like that. I, like I mean, as, as much as we like talking about it, that's not what you're what our what our like three listeners are here for. You're here for us talking about some gaming stuff. Um, yep. Um, I have been playing some War Machine in the last uh, last couple weeks. Not as much as I'd like to. Um, I took a week where I was like, I'm gonna play some Grimkin. And then I proceeded to just play uh, Marvel Champions that week at the store when I brought my Grimkin into play. And then I was latched back onto by the Blight 
uh, because they made a big old announcement about what's coming down the pipeline. Um, so there's a bunch of new stuff that's going to be coming out, as well as a dynamic update. Um, the next thing coming out for Legion, I think it's in March, is a sweet new Lesser War Beast. Uh, that's also a Riot Quest model. Uh, for those who know, don't know, Riot Quest is their, one of their like uh, side games where it's, it's a board game where it's supposed to be like very Saturday morning cartoon post-apocalypse in the Iron Kingdoms. Um, it's basically the bad timeline, but fun and happy and hilarious. Um, and there's a new model coming out for Legion called the Mechano Shredder, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's one of those little Shredder war beasts, but uh, some guy decided to make a robot version, okay. uh, and then it proceeded to eat him, um, because that's what Shredders do. They know only one thing, and that's to chow down. Yeah. Um, so we don't know a lot about it yet. Uh, I don't know anything about the Riot Quest rules, but quite frankly, I don't play Riot Quest, so I don't yep. care that much. Oh, I've seen people play it at the shop when I want to go pick I, up all five stuff. I hear it's fun. And I'm, you know, surprisingly, I didn't hear it was fun. I heard it was very chaotic. Yeah, but chaos can be fun. Uh, depends on the type of chaos. Chaos yeah. theory can be fun, <laughs> but except for when it's not. Um, yeah. Um, but it's supposed to be the much more like, much more casual, much more fun time type game. Nothing's um, ever casual with minis, man. Always that one guy that wants to win with his little toys. Well, sure, but you're gonna find that with any game, right? Like, nerds ruin everything. Maybe. Um, but yeah, info we have about it's the mechanic shredder so far. Um, we know it's gonna hit harder than a normal shredder, but it's not gonna have flank. Ooh, I wish it had flank. It might be too good if it had flank. Who knows? Um, it's gonna be four points. Uh, FA2, which is the first time we've seen a field allowance on any war beast that's not a character. Yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting. It also has a really cool new Anibus. A Anibus? Animus. Uh, I don't know why I said it the other way, but I did. An omnibus. An omnibus. It's good. It has a sweet omnibus that's been reading that Ms. Marvel. Um, which is pretty fun. You guys should check out Ms. Marvel. She's hilarious. Um, so it is called Full Steam. Uh, cost 1, range 6, duration turn. Uh, during its activation, from its action model, can charge without being forced, which is pretty neat. Additionally, it gets plus 2 movement in Pathfinder if it charges a construct model. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, things that are constructs are, of course, war beasts. Uh, you know, all the Scorn Immortal stuff. Basically everything in Convergence of Cirrus, uh, the Circle of Ouroboros Stone Beasts, uh, and People's Objective. Something people didn't think about at first was that an objective is a uh, is a construct, so that means you can charge a construct really far. So that's cute. Uh, it is confirmed that you know the pot that you can like spawn war beasts mm -hmm. out of. Uh, it can spawn those, which is funny, uh, since you put meat in it and a little robot boy comes out. Mm -hmm. Um, as well as if Thagrosh too, he has the thing where if he takes damage, he can poop out a beast. Um, he can also poop out one of those because it just says a lesser war beast. That's pretty cool. I'm pretty stoked for it. Um, it's nice that Legion's finally getting some releases because it's been like over two years, I think. Like pushing three years. Uh, so it'll be cool. Yeah, I've picked up a bunch of Legion's, more Legion stuff that I didn't own. So, 
gonna be a good good time. I'm excited. Um, they also announced all what uh, will be coming in a Legion of Everblight CID. Um, we've got. So I don't know how much you've been paying attention to the lore, or even what's going on with model releases. Mm-hmm. So the big thing in the lore right now is those Infernal guys are popping out and like right. messing up everybody's shit. Um, so. In order to help fight them, some of the gods were like, here are these things called Archons that will, they're like basically big old angel dudes and ladies, because the Marlon Archon's a lady. Uh, she's best girl, according to the internet, um, of when it comes to the uh, the Archons. She's the, she's, you know, everybody's waifu. Uh-huh. Okay. So the the Dunio one's the one that's that's thick. So I mean, come on, you gotta be calling for the Dunio one. Um, so Everblight sees this and he's like, "Well, screw you! I'll show you who's a god." And apparently, we're gonna be getting one of our own uh, okay. called the Blighted Archon. That's all we know. We know it's the Blighted Archon. You know, it's a weird bioengineered weird thing, just like all of Everblight stuff. Yeah. Um. So hey, incoming Meat Archon, which I'm excited mm-hmm. for. Um, there's also a new, uh, unit thing called the Virtues. We know nothing about them, just that they're, like, the next level of Everblight's perfecting of his weird, you know, meat science that he does. Hmm. So that's pretty exciting. It's supposed to be very, like, angelic looking, uh, yeah. continuing with the theme that ever that Legion kind of has, you know, since we've got, you know, the Nephilim, and we've got the, you know, Angelus and the Archangel and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're going to keep having that sort of naming convention and theme. Um, so that's pretty fun. Uh, I'm pretty stoked for it. We're also going to be getting a balance tune-up before that, apparently, uh, for some of the Everblight stuff. So that's got me pretty excited. Um, I have had a lot of not really great games with my Legion lately, so I'm hoping that that'll help. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I'm going to do to combat that is I'm just going to start shoving a bunch of blighted ogren at people because primal terrors is our most like recently updated stuff um so i'm just gonna play a lot of that in hopes that it just numbers my way through it because they have good numbers i hear that's how you win games is by rubbing your good numbers against their hopefully less good numbers yeah i'm excited i'm always excited for war machine we still haven't Come down on a Monday night and played games with us. No, I went. I went to Dragon's Keep yesterday. I actually went out there around seven, so yeah. I didn't even, even if I wanted to go to Dragon's Keep, I would have been there around seven thirty. Yeah, that's fine. You bust out some stuff. Just gotta come in, man. Yeah, so went. It was packed with a bunch of uh, commander players. Yeah, is and that where they've all gone? Yeah, apparently. Because Blackfire used to be the place to play commander on Monday. There was 12 people there for Commander. Yeah. Two people for Wise. And then uh, my kid and I, we went because he got suspended. So ah. needed to uh, oh. put him in a situation that he didn't like. Because apparently he doesn't like going to the gaming store because he finds it boring. But hey, no TV, man. Yep. He got suspended. Guess I'm going to have to hear this story after the pod. Yeah. He beat up his cousin of all oh, yeah? people. Yeah. Just beat up his cousin. Yeah. Man. Well, is that never, better or worse never than surprised. A... <laughs> Whatever. It is what it is. Right on. Um, well, sometimes you beat up your cousin. Yeah. Maybe you had it coming. I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah, it's 
you've got to teach logic sometimes and problem solving for a seven-year-old seems to be oh you don't give me that then let's resolve it with my fist and in many ways i wish the senate would do that too like (laughs) you don't have my way bam punch him watch some of the like some of those foreign senates and stuff oh just like go ham on each other even ours before they prohibited apparently there was oh, yeah. a guy that came yeah somebody. beat a guy to death with the cane yep. on the senate floor the cane. he was a he was a, a slavery pro-slavery guy who beat up an abolitionist guy mm-hmm. so i wish it had gone the other way yeah, violence begets violence. The yeah, violence. The, the blade itself be, uh, yeah. inspires violence, right? Yeah, Plato, I think. Yeah, yeah. that quote. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it was uh, just teaching these kids, and which which goes back to like gaming from mm-hmm. our perspective is yeah. we're always put in situations where we just don't have the one route. Unless you're like playing magic and not a rare yeah. player, then you're just an idiot, and that's all you can ever think. <laughs> I play creature. I hate with creature. Okay. Hey man, face hunter strong. Go face. Yeah. I go face. Yeah, no I watts. Think. Go face. Yeah. I no, feel it's true. unintelligible to play that way, but whatever. Yeah. Some people are Listen, simpletons and they vote for Trump and others. Hey yo, red deck wins is good sometimes. Okay. Yep. Just burn them out. Burn them out. Yep. Yeah. That is true though. The the thinking about the different routes of how to do things uh that's one of the things i really like about war machine is that i always kind of have that different route uh that i can go whether it be try to just attrition my opponent out and win on scenario or just grind them to a point where i can get on a beat on their caster or just if i see the opportunity to go in on their caster um i will do that um <laughs> because if the game's done quickly maybe i can get another game in um yeah yeah i think like i think sometimes the quicker route may mean you get to reset your commissions Uh which might lead to again going back down the same path of the quickest possible route Mm. um but the the problem that i see with it is the variables always cause some kind of maybe do you you can't really always rely on the simple route that's true Um, you can't Sometimes you gotta go uh, yeah. make do like a Rube Goldberg machine of yep. weirdness and pull off some jank. Yep. And all I mean, fails, pull jank. The worst is when it comes down. I mean, I even have an example of my game last night. Um, I basically needed to kill a model with my caster because uh, I was playing Absalonia 2, and she has the rule Alpha Hunter, uh, which just base gives all my stuff free charges as long as they're in control area, which is really nice. Um, the if I kill something, they get plus two speed and plus two to hit, mm-hmm. which is super useful. Yeah. Um, my opponent was pretty far outside of my threat ranges, um, but if I had that two ex- extra two inches of movement, uh, plus uh, some other movement shenanigans I could pull off, I probably wouldn't be able to get in and do some work on a bunch of this stuff. Um, it's another reason why I was holding back my feet in hopes that if when she goes goes and takes out a thing that I would hopefully be able to uh, throw all my stuff further than they should be able to go and just go ham on, on them. Yeah. 
Um, unfortunately, um, even with a boost, my uh, my hex bolt that I had to throw in order to get on something uh, because I missed with a hellmouth charge, which would have pulled something close enough for her to just charge into it. Uh, unfortunately, I came up one short <laughs> on yeah. my dice. I'm killing it. So it had one health left. And at that point, I was like, well, that was that was my out. So I guess I'm just going to, you know, do what I can with the rest of this turn. Yeah. Um, the good thing about your plan going wrong at the start is that you have other things you can do with the mm -hmm. rest of your turn. Um, unfortunately, it didn't mean much because my caster was way far forward with um, no camp. Yeah. So she just died. Um, but there was a chance. Um, I pulled some, a couple spicy charges that didn't do much. Um, but you know, I tried. <laughs> what can uh, you do? Yeah. yeah. I, man, I, I've kind of realized that, uh, odds and probability are just the, uh, scientific or mathematical way of accepting you lost by horrible luck. Yeah. Cause... We're, we're playing a game on Sunday, and my opponent had a 15-card deck. Uh-huh. And in white shorts, if your opponent reveals a climax, all damage is canceled. Okay. And so my opponent needed to take... I needed to deal, like, five damage, something like that. And so out of the 15 cards, we... This is the dumb part. I assume that if... He had six climax in the discard pile that at minimum he would have two left on his deck uh-huh that's going with the assumptions that there's not any in his hand not any in his uh stock yeah. or energy so i'm thinking okay that puts him in one over 7.5 you can't really have 7.5 cards no that's very difficult you know to do. but it's the numbers still kind of apply yeah in that there is a chance that in one in seven to eight, yep. there, there could be one. We'll right? round down to seven just because, yeah. you know. You know, and so first attack, climax. Everything mm. is canceled. Okay. okay. Now the probabilities are, should be better for me because in theory, one in 14. It just skyrocketed from yep. one in seven to one in 14. Attack, no climax. Okay, good game. Yeah. I mean, that's rough. What, what else can you do Another like with luck like that? And I, I, the, I'm, it's See, just I at annoying. least knew I was going into a very bad matchup. Yeah. Because here's a, Legion's big problem right now is we lose to guns. Like, do you have a lot of meaningful, like, strong shots? Or even just, like, POW 10 guns, uh, depending on what I'm playing. Uh, my particular list, POW 10 guns are pretty effective because it has a lot of lesser war beasts. Because uh, you can really crank the numbers on them, and they're inexpensive, and you can hit outside of their weight class if you've got the right buffs on them. And boy, howdy, does a list with two storm walls and a unit of uh, the lightning cavalry that I can't think storm lances. And then on top of that, it was Kane One, whose feat is he gets to shoot everything in his uh, control range with a range full of power twelve. Yeah, uh, it was a very bad matchup, but I knew that going in. Uh, and I was already having a very bad day 
Like, I got off work and just, it was just a comedy of errors. <laughs> like, I went to prime some models and they fell. I cooked myself a burger and for some reason it didn't cook through all the way and the middle was kind of gross. Um, oh. Like, it was just, it was, a, it was a bad day. I wasn't feeling good. I was tired from work. And then I'm like, okay, well, my entire meta right now is basically Legion does bad. <laughs> like, of the players we had last night, we had two Signar and a Crucible Guard, oh, which are just that. not great. It's not great. You, you don't love to see it. You hate to see it, folks. Yep. Yeah. I dislike Signar with a passion. Yeah, I'm not a I, huge fan. I yeah. absolutely hate them, and I also hate watching uh, Kator be Signar. Oh, yeah? Because they both, like, out-defense the hell out of each other. <laughs> And they just stare at each other like, hey, you a wall, I a wall. We're both walls. It is a little different now. Yay. But yeah. Like, Hador does have a lot of, like, high armor jacks and stuff. And I mean, you've, you've played mostly, like, lower point stuff uh, at the very beginning of Mark III, right? So, yeah. like, yeah, that'll... I remember, I think Jeremy was playing Kador. Yeah. And somebody else was playing Signar, and they just stared at each other because yeah. it didn't matter what they rolled they were both just stupid high and yeah and against each other's thing so either one mm -hmm. was stupid high in armor and, and the, the other, other was, was stupid really high, high in defense, defense. yeah and yeah like, it could be like that sometimes that was all beginning of mark three stuff yeah. so it was just the wild west out there it was a really weird time um, if it was. Yeah. Uh, this week, new Alphavar source book drops. Yeah. I am excited for it. I, have I don't know how many more mine. we're getting. <laughs> yeah. It makes me sad that, that we don't know. I need to pick up everything. Yeah. So Nothing else has been announced. Yeah. It is a darn shame that it would go out just three source books in. Because, I mean, four E got a bad, ton of stuff. It's just such bad timing. Well, we know that um, the new head of creative just got picked up, and apparently she loves Elphilar. Well, let's hope that, like that the RPG setting. continues then. Yeah, we, we know for sure Star Wars is going to continue because that's their moneymaker. Yeah. The Disney IP is like, yeah. it's their, I would argue it's their bread and butter. Oh, yeah. No, um, that is that is like X-Wing alone. It's like... And Legion or whatever. Yeah. Something. Not as much Legion, I don't think. At least in our area. Okay. I don't see a whole lot of Legion. I know there's been a couple, like, Legion tournaments that have been organized with the store, but part of that's just because the owner likes the game. Right, right. So there's somebody being sort of a standard bearer, but you don't... I never see Legion players yeah. when I'm in. They, But I've avoided the store on Thursdays lately because... It just gets so lousy with X-Wing players that there's no room for anything else. Yeah. They always want to take your fucking cable. Um, well, like, you heard it here first. It's so annoying. Like They're like, you need this? I'm like, I'm trying to play games over here, buddy. Like You guys don't get to just take every single table. Like, it's frustrating. I think... I'd probably spend more money at that store than all. Anyway. You know, you know, you don't actually have a bad point there. I find troubling communities that show up 
take space and leave. Mm-hmm. And we'll then go online and argue about, but you got to support your local friendly game store. You're not. Yeah. You showing up, taking no space does not support your local game store. Unless, you, unless this is where you buy most of your stuff. Yeah. But so often people are like, I can just find it for so much cheaper online. And I'm yep. like, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Here's the thing, like as a, as a small business, you're not lining some billionaire's pocket. Yeah. The reality of it is that what you purchase for, for that small business is getting clothes on their kids' back. Yeah. You know, buying materials for them to go to school. Like, mm-hmm. it, it does actually help out. Like, I grew up being a kid of a small business owner. Same. And, you know, like, that money, it didn't go into me going into an Ivy League school. No. It <laughs> went into, me, hopefully, the bank doesn't take the business this month. Yes. Or the, or the house. Like, yeah, you, you'd be surprised. Like, no. I'm not surprised. Well, I was there, man. You, the listener, would be surprised. Yeah. Us, we're not. Like, yeah. We, we lived through it. Like, that's... So, like, this whole argument about support your local friendly game store. Yeah, support it if you really are going to support it. Yeah. But don't just go and take up space because you can just take up space in your kitchen table. Like, And honestly, if Blackfire had more, like, War Machine stuff just on the wall, mm-hmm. which they don't have, like, any. They just don't have stock there. Yeah. Like, they have two boxes that are full of, like, really old SKUs. Yeah. And if there was stuff that I needed there, I would impulse buy so many models. But it's hard, especially with a game as large as War Machine, to keep the SKUs around if you don't. For one thing, it's a giant space sink. If it's not the thing that's really bringing a lot of money, um, you know, I understand. It's why GW, it's so easy to, like, keep stuff out there. Now... Downside, they have even more SKUs than War Machine, probably, um, since they have, like, three times yep. the factions, because they yep. just seem to keep printing factions lately. Yep. Um, like, Infinity has that problem, and it's to a point where Corvus Belly, they discontinue Retiring, SKUs. Yeah. yeah, they retire old models, which is for the best, because a lot of their old models aren't very great. Um their new stuff com- rules convoluted as well yes. i feel so it's yeah their game cool. is pretty deep uh there's a new edition of that coming out though so we'll be i'll be interested to read through that um that'll be really cool um yeah, yeah. but i've i've heard like some of uh co-worker friends that have mentioned like oh well you guys spend more money your guys' community sends more money than the magic community, and it's surprising because, uh, in in reality, he's not saying the magic community as a whole, but the commander community because the oh, commander yeah. community they just want random singles. Yeah, once they've invested on their random singles, like yeah. that's it. Like they don't really care for You're, buying yeah. boxes of no, product. They it's, don't need to. Yeah. So those guys, like, they take up a ton of space. You got if. If it's not standard, like, your store is probably not going to make money off your Magic play. Yeah. Standard draft sealed, like, limited formats yep. in standard. Um, modern, I guess, would have to an extent just because the new stuff is playable. Wow. Um, and sometimes the new stuff, like, can be, like, will completely shake up the meta. Yeah. Um, just like with any game, the new stuff will shake oh, up the meta. Um, yep, power creep, um, which is an, another interesting conversation to have. The whole power creep thing. Um, yep. There's power creep and now power jumps yeah. that Wizards of the Coast is working on. One of the big things this week is that 
Wizards of the Coast has been buckling down on analytics performed on decks. Interesting. They are no longer allowing anybody to report either deck lists or any what? analytics against deck lists, deck that lists that are performing very well. And it is their way of countering the answer problem. Because the issue for them is that they see it as back in the day when Magic first released in 1993, there was no such thing as thinking about, oh, what would be a competitive scene, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Fast forward two, three years later when they first started having their their Grand Prix mm-hmm. and the meta was the kitchen table. Yeah. You would assume that some guy from New York was thinking, hey, this deck would be great. And if, if they think that that deck is great, then the guy in Texas and the guy in California would be playing the exact same deck. Yeah. However... Um, because the world was a much larger place back then. Apparently, that wasn't really the case. Back then, you could have one meta in California be completely different from a meta in New York or yep. Texas. And, and interesting enough, for the most part, that's how War Machine is. Currently. Okay. Um, Yet, when the internet really exploded in like 2001 to 2003, you started seeing deck lists. Mm-hmm. And you start seeing, you hear the term net decking, and it's because that deck has been proven to be really good. But that's a hive mentality. Yep. Um, because of the hive mentality, the meta warps into the hive mentality over what could potentially work. Now, there are some cases where the hive mentality reaches the same conclusion as what the development team was thinking that it would be and so the the set already got its answer yeah and because it already got its answer early enough that means that for the next x amount of months it's going to cause some kind of negative play experience yeah now wizards their r&d are they're concerned with you know the the field just finding the answer way too fast like the set drops Actually, and within a week and within the week it's already been like yep. figured out the this this whole problem with oko how wizards can make believe that it wasn't a problem that's that's dumb like yeah you have to consider that if one player spends eight hours and you multiply by a hundred players that's already 800 hours worth of experience and when you combine 800 hours versus the <laughs> the team of eight people to design the set yeah. that can only really dedicate one to two hours it's the this it gets out of hand yep real fast so now wizards is cracking down on that to kind of bring us back into like pre-internet i don't era, I think it's gonna blow up in their face it's yeah. just not gonna work yeah it's really bad like i did it's it's a pandora's box you can't yeah. Close back up. Yeah, people are gonna no. do it anyway. It just means that people are gonna be on Reddit posting it instead of people on. Like, there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah, apparently that they want to. They also want to crack down on what the tournament uh, sheets can or cannot release. What? Yeah, like this is absurd. You have to consider that a Grand Prix with, let's say, 256 players, just to keep an even sure. tournament number. 
That's 256 deck lists. Yeah. And when you do the analytics on 256 deck lists, you have a lot more granular numbers than only top eight. Yeah. When you only do top eight, there's there's variances, there's questions mm-hmm. that you can ask. But with 256, and you see, yeah, you can drill field, down and find out exactly what percent of decks X card is in, yep. what percent of deck decks of certain colors are played. Like, and that's that's one of the things their community loves to like. Like it pushes their community engagement having yeah. those numbers out there. Like if you don't allow people to like look through what's being played, like that's just going to make people less interested in your game yep. because they're not gonna have content to like this is this is what what are they gonna do content for content, right? Like spoilers, little story things. It's so little homebrews. Who like, gives a shit about the story? Let's be fair. Like nobody. You have those people, man. Sure, there's such a small number of people. Like I understand that like kitchen table magic players are technically gonna be a far larger number of like their player base. But of the people that are pushing the game that you see in game stores, most of them pay attention to the competitive scene. Yeah. You find a similar thing with War Machine, right? Um, the people like I might not be considered like a very competitive player, but I still love paying attention and reading all about the competitive scene. I have friends that are, you know, part of it, so that helps. And just reading about what things are doing well and looking at what is winning what tournaments and talking to people about it. Like, the that content being released for your game helps. One of the things that I think Mark II had over Mark III was that Mark II had a lot more, like, people producing content. Like, you had more people on YouTube. You had more people releasing their podcasts. Um, Not to say there's not a lot of podcasts, but, like, it's nowhere near what the, like, golden age of War Machine looked like. Uh, Like, amount of content you could get a hold of was. Yep. So, we'll see how how far into this was can take it. Like, I mean, they're, they're seriously struggling about it. They have also become a primary party kind of release thing with their whole secret layers uh-huh i don't so, know anything about that so secret layers has been a collectible set of cards that they just print mm-hmm. sell for an exorbitant amount of money and it never goes to an flgs like the money is direct to hasbro are these all like reprints are they like cards that you can they only are get reprints in a lot of them yeah. are reprints so it's not like the card hasn't been released it's reprints with noir probably foilies or whatever yeah. um the recent cycle they did uh a cycle of snowlands for about 35 dollars so that's five dollars per snowland oh yeah Oh, uh, that's less exciting. Like, I was thinking, like, a pack where you get, like, no, I don't no, know, no. five of each, no. and they all have different art. It is it is literally a premium product that you're buying directly from them. That sounds so bad. So, they released one uh, with Bitter Blossom, a couple of fairies. Yeah. Uh, fairy I think I remember, re- I remember hearing yep. about that. And so, obviously, the community is kind of pissed about stuff like that yeah. because they're, like, well, the FLGS isn't. This goes back to what we talked about earlier. 
Yep. You can't be complaining about the FLGSs when you're the first one to go on Amazon and buy or eBay and buy stuff at a fraction of the cost. Yep. Unfortunately, and this is something that I do strongly believe in, is that as a small business, your your boundaries have gotten significantly smaller. Yeah. You used to compete against the store maybe 10 to 20 miles down from you. Yep. Today, you're also competing with a store that's several thousand miles away yep. from you. Printing everything Because online. anybody can order directly from that store yep. and ship it over. Sometimes at uh, less tax or yep. at free shipping. Yep. Which, if a store in New York is willing to send, sell me a box of one product for, let's say, $60, uh-huh. but you as my local store are selling it to me for 100 I mean, there's there's one, two problems there. The first one is, why are you paying so much from your distributor yep. that you cannot offer some level of comparable pricing? Yeah. And two, um, that other store is beating you. Yeah, because that's that. This isn't Amazon anymore. This yep. is another local to somebody else game store, mm-hmm. and it, it, the money is still not going to a billionaire. So, you know, the, the conflict. In, the of, <laughs> well, we were, In the end, it's all we going were, to a billionaire. Oh yeah, of course. We work for we, we the society works for a billionaire, right? Yep, we do live in a society. So, that's what I do think is um, a bit of a bit of an issue like and i do understand some stores do sell at a loss Mm -hmm. but there's there's within reason like yeah i do feel if within reason a box can cost 70 after tax but you're selling it to me for 120 Mm -hmm. i mean that doesn't give me the incentive for buying from you well yeah and sometimes even the the issue you run into is the convenience of ordering it from somewhere else yeah if i want to get something from you know my flgs and they don't have it in stock i have to wait like a week maybe two maybe longer than that if their distributor is having issues getting it in yep if I can go online and know that I'm going to have it in two days. Yeah. Like as much as I like my FLGS, if I can get it for a comparable price and get it quicker and not have to deal with the annoyance of, Oh, somebody didn't order this in. Yeah. Like somebody, the order got messed up and it didn't Mm -hmm. come in or, the distributor said they had it, but then they didn't really. I mean, I'm probably going to go with the thing, what I believe, what I perceive now to be a sure thing if yeah. I've not had an issue, right? Yep. Like, it's, I mean, it's a frustration that I run into a Blackfire all the time. I'd love yep. to purchase all of my War Machine product from Blackfire. The issue is that I can order things from Discount Games Inc. and I know they yep. have it in stock. And I will have it within one, maybe two days. Yeah, because they're just in Idaho. Because, yeah, and, they're, and just, they're just a couple hours away. Like, yeah. I've met Jay at cons and stuff. So, yeah. like, I still i am like, oh, I'm supporting a guy who does a lot to support the War Machine community yeah. and as, as a whole. Friendly local and it's another store. FLGS. I know he's not, you know, some soulless billionaire guy, you yeah. know? Um so that's yeah. that is one thing that really really irks right now in 
in that the communities that spend money sometimes don't get as much like support as they should so right now yeah. we're trying to work out a deal where um if you spend 300 you can get four boxes of product okay and then is it like buy a couple like buy three get one free or something so it's there? actually buy four get a fifth free okay because they give you like 25 percent back in credit but buying the four um at the price that's being established is not bad four for 300 so you and a bunch of other people all chip in and you each get a box basically well <laughs> the idea is that so in white shorts like you don't really buy one box you kind of buy four boxes to build the one deck you really want to play eight boxes guarantees you're going to build the one deck you want to play and a whole case which is 16 boxes guarantees you're going to get at least most max rarities for the deck you're going to build okay which that is how that scene is that scene does not buy one to two boxes they buy a case complete the Man, deck and done and move on and there's people <laughs> that drop from 600 to 1200 dollars on full-on cases to I complete can, sets i can build entire factions <laughs> yes but like, here's the thing though why shorts doesn't release sets in the same configuration as like magic where sure. there's where a new set you things. you have to buy that new set and then another set drops three months from now and you, you have to buy that, to buy that one it's more you buy the set you want exactly okay so you buy the property you want and that's it so you make an initial investment of 1200 dollars. assume that that's all you're going to spend in a year okay and you've only spent 1200 whereas for magic you're going to spend 1200 within the first three quarters. Oh, yeah. And not realize it. Yeah. Because you're doing one to two boxes a week, which you're spending about 120 to 220 or 240 or whatever. Yeah. And if you do 120 to 220 per quarter, yeah. You know, it's going to build up. And, yeah. and no, clearly, you're sense. not going to get everything in the set. The set's much larger. Mm -hmm. You're then going to spend money on singles. You're then going to spend money on tournaments and. Uh, by the end of the year, you've spent more than the 1200 than the other guy paid. So, yeah. you know, the math kind of, it's like the LCG thing, you know? Like, yeah. up front to get into, like, Alphavirus LG is kind of dicey. A bit, it like, it, it seems, seems, especially at this point, because now there are a ton of there. Sets. There are, what, three six-pack cycles, so that's, what, 15 a pop, 15 times 18. Yeah. I can't do math. Yeah, it, it the the expenditure right now is somewhere around like three to four hundred bucks. Yeah, and that's that's to have everything. Uh huh. But you have to consider this has been everything since like what 2016. Yeah. So from the, you're buying everything from the it's last four long. years, <laughs> and not like everything for the last ten years. Yeah. Which would be even more expensive yes. overall. Um. Uh, but overall, like the point is that, like how much you spend for this one game yeah is it's pretty upfront and so our the community's annoyance right now is that unfortunately there's one employee that either not knowingly or they don't really mean ill will to the community has kind of been shafting them a little bit okay and so 
with how so like not giving the discounts he's supposed to either not, not giving discounts or not really ordering product for the game okay. you know and so it's kind of tough like it's tough to support a game that people just that that are committed to the set will buy everything for the set and then move on yeah so that's it's really difficult overall and so i understand like the one aspect of it but in the other and this is the annoying the annoyance of it all is that like for example i paid about 90 percent for a box um but then it got removed from the order which is your gripe with um blackfire where somebody just misses to order something yeah i mean i paid 90 percent of it i bet like yeah. you need a guarantee there is money down in. Like, like it, it's not like I only paid ten bucks and I'm gonna be like, ah, just return me the ten bucks. Yeah. I, I paid a good amount that when it comes in, I can just pay the remainder and uh -huh. that's it. The transaction is completed. And so, it's it's annoying to me that spending a lower amount led to this. Yeah. Before people are willing to commit higher dollar amounts. Because like I explained to the other employee, I'm like, look, if I'm gonna drop 300, mm -hmm. and suddenly those boxes don't come in, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. Because this is, this isn't a your distributor didn't send you the product. It's this is you, you didn't, didn't order. order the product. Yeah. And that's bad because if you know your distributor is gonna put you on high priority because mm -hmm. you're ordering cases of the product, they're gonna want to service you first. Yeah. Here's the difference between servicing the guy that's only buying one box and ten boxes. The one that's buying 10 boxes makes more money. Yeah. I would rather lose the business from the one person that's only buying one box yeah. than the guy that's dropping for 10 boxes. That's how it works. Yeah. And so it's 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 kind of gotten annoying recently between the community and this one other point. And, and I'm guessing like it's not really that he just hates these guys and is trying to this is the, be a it's jerk or anything. ambivalence probably. Yeah, like. you know, and so I'm, I'm trying to see it from, yeah, you know. He's, well, we all have jobs yeah. and we know that work sucks no matter how much you like your job. Working is not something anybody really wants to do. Anyone who tells you otherwise is a liar um, or just so conditioned by living under the hegemony of global capitalism to yeah. <laughs> be tricked into like, no, I love it. It's like, no, yeah. you say you think you love it. Yeah. No, you don't love it. So it's, it's interesting. Like how like FLGS has suffer from stuff like this. The big boys at this FLGS are doing this, uh, initiative where they want to rebuild communities. Because if the community is rebuilt, the community spends money. And it's consistent flow of money yeah. through the community. Now, this other individual believes that walk-in traffic brings them more money. The problem that I'm seeing now, though, with the walk-in traffic is, one, you have a store with very bad ventilation yeah. in it. And it makes people not want to walk in. Second, you have a store that is under a mile across the street from you that is also selling the same product you're selling. Yeah. Give an incentive to have the customer walk into your store as opposed to their store, but you don't. And because you don't, your walk-in numbers are significantly yeah. low. You take the populace well, of the city and if you're not mm -hmm. even getting 
1% of it walking in per hour. Yeah. How can you make the argument that you shouldn't support these communities that at eight players are willing at least four of them drop 300 a set? Yeah. Like you're making 1200 out of four individuals. Yeah. Than anybody else yep. that whole day. Well, in the other, the, I mean, I assume we're talking about the Orem one. Yeah. The Orem DK. Um, so the other problem that place has is that it is literally connected to a Mexican restaurant. Right. And they which, have bad ventilation. Yeah. Which means that, like, it can be very difficult to play games in there because weird, like, smells, Don't people, yep, people playing games, or not playing games, people eating over there, like, it, it just, it's, it gets super, I know that store gets super hot because before they had somebody with a restaurant in there and they just had that kitchen just back there and it was empty yeah. and I would go over there to run demos of War Machine, it would get really bad in there and that's without a working kitchen going, right? Like, it's just not, it's the thing that keeps Dragon Keep, Dragons Keep all of them going for the most part is the fact that they're like, the one place in the valley to get comics. Yeah. Like, their cash cow is not the game. It is the comics. They would be doing much better if they also, like, got it so that people were playing games there a lot. But the way their store is set up, it's not really great for that. Like, I know they've got that basement area that I've never gone into. Yeah. And part of that is because I don't want to carry my model down those stairs. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. if you're just they... doing board game and like like card game stuff mm -hmm. it's less of a thing but like if you want a community that like is pretty good investment especially up front like the the wargaming community can be pretty good especially if you're first getting people into it that's when all the money like initially drops <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting one of the employees there like i keep making fun of him in that he pays to be an employee what? because he spends more money there uh, than what he actually gets paid. Yeah. And so I we often make fun in that we've got yeah, one of those. The sales sometimes the, the sales for any given day all came from that one employee. Yeah. And I'm like, you're literally paying to work here, yeah. buddy. Like that is what you're doing. Uh, I believe there was a Tuesday last week where the amount of money made was I mean, it's pretty abysmal, but yeah. it literally came from two employees and myself. Yeah. Like, it was us, the only people. They just, like, day. decided that they wanted to crack <laughs> some packs open. Oh, yeah. One yep. of them was like, oh, I'm going to buy a box, and then ended up buying two boxes. And so. You know, I've, I've, I've witnessed that <laughs> at other stores. Sometimes so. you buy your own crack, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. You just got to be careful with, with, with that. I mean, I know one of the employees of Blackfire, well, a couple of them at different times, uh, that have had that issue where they're like, well, I'm not getting paid from here this month. Good thing this is a side gig. Because um, for, for a lot of the folks that do work there, like, it's not necessarily their, like, major income, right? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, a side thing that they do. Um, I mean, if, if Gary would give me a job, that would be exactly what it would be for for me. And then also just a little bit extra on the side. Uh, which come on, Gary, if you're listening to this, you should give me a job. I can be I can be there by three. 
every day. <laughs> um, yeah, and you, all that money will basically go into your pocket because I'll just buy minis. But you know what? That's what. That's that's not a terrible like. If you can like, if it's your side gig, I don't think that's a terrible. Like if it's your gig that you're using specifically to fund your hobby and you don't need that money to like pay your rent. Mm-hmm. Go for it, man. Yeah. If it makes you happy. In my prefer, in my preferred future, you don't need to have that side gig to fund your hobby. You know, like, yeah. of course, in that preferred future, we just have like, I don't know, crazy augmented reality and like, three D, like not even just three D printers, but like full on like, fabbers that like just make everything. Man, that'd be sweet. Can't wait for that future. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. dead before it happens. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll all be dead because yeah. the world will burn. It's great. Yep. Flipping the switch a little bit. Uh, I have been watching Picard. The last three episodes of Picard. Have I, been I've watched the first good. two. I've liked it. I like it so far. It's um, not like the best show I've watched in the world, um, but I still really enjoy it. I like seeing Pat Stewart just doing his thing, being being old man Picard. Yep. <laughs> um, I haven't seen episode thing, three yet. I didn't know episode three had dropped. Yeah, so. it, every Thursday. Um, the thing that I am liking of it. Is that, and and it's gonna be a spoiler for for episode three if you haven't watched it. Is that this is not TNG. This yeah. is not yeah original series. This isn't even Voyager or <laughs> Enterprise. No, it's the same thing. Like it's they, and they should thing. all and they should all feel like their own thing. Right? Yeah, and it's like and it's awesome how like you are being led into understanding why Picard made the choices in life that he did because from episode one like you learn okay there's some stuff that happened in between yeah like it was not fun for him it was not fun for others involved and it it has really changed his perception of um the universe well not just the universe (laughs) but the supposed herald of uh, the, the the herald of goodness that's supposed to be spreading you know like you yeah. you think like the, the nature of the federation yeah, yeah. like well, you're you're being led to believe for a long time mm-hmm. that the federation is this great completely benevolent yeah, yeah. Co- conglomerate of species that have gotten together to make the world a better place yeah. and then in Picard you're, you're, you're kind of being taken into this trip that Picard went through and going, hey, there maybe are this is Yeah. Well, so I think part of that is the utopian nature that is Star Trek from the beginning. Because it is supposed to be like Gene Roddenberry was purposefully trying to make a very utopian show and make the Federation out to be this very utopian thing. Now, the thing is with the way our society is now and the way we, what media people want, they aren't necessarily down with the, that completely utopian vision, right? Like there's, there's, they want some type of like, yes, this is utopian and great and everything, but we don't as a, as a whole, you know, on all sides, trust the government as Not much as- Not everybody accepts like, it, yeah. yeah. Like, like it's very, from from what I've watched so far, and like I said, I haven't seen the newest episode, but it does seem like they are going for much less of that utopian vision of what the um, what the Federation is. Yep. Uh, and more of the looking at 
what the bureaucracy that also like part of it is Um, and i think that's a thing that you've seen changing ever since um you know really more you saw the the change with all the post tng stuff um Mm -hmm. so a lot with i mean ds9 is like the star trek that i like the most yeah Um, i'm actually in the middle of rewatching it uh right now Mm -hmm. um into season uh four four i want to say season four whenever warp shows up uh, (laughs) i just started that season and that means we're getting into the good stuff because man is it great uh, man's work great i love him more playing on stuff please and you 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 get to see starting in that one sort of the cracks a little bit in the foundation of what the mm-hmm. federation is like before that the the military aspects of it were much less there yeah. right it was all about the the exploration yep. and all that um but the nature of the universe they would have to have some type of military wing to it because of the existence of you know the Cardassian Empire, the Klingon Empire, the whatever the Romulans call their yeah. thing, probably also an empire. Everyone's an empire because oh yeah, why not? Not not all the species the out there have the same yeah, ideology they all, as they, yours. Yeah, cool. they haven't all bought into yep. the idea that is the Federation. Yep. Um, and and yeah. they they kind of prove it in multiple times how the federation like at least up until this point has been very no we want to be pacifist we're not going to be military we might have had started military but we slowly did away with it mm-hmm. you can see it in enterprise how it started more military and you have those last episodes where they wanted to show you a world where the federation wasn't peaceful it was 100 percent backstabbing military and so yeah. forth and how multiple people just betrayed each other like that's that's what you did versus what it ultimately became which is supposed to be pacifistic you get into discovery and you find out that there are these little secret military scientific sects that are doing illegal stuff that technically the federation should be ashamed of they end up either not being ashamed of it or they throw it under under the rug it seems like what they do uh in the earlier days mm. and then in the movie um well whatever the name of the third movie was uh, um i don't know wait which uh, third movie like from the new the, series of the the kelvin verse ones the, um, the jj one yeah the, that's called the, they call it the kelvin verse wow. like i don't know weird time travels mm-hmm. different like timeline things um so not sure if you second one was in the darkness third one was something i don't know beyond beyond i think something yeah either way the third one if you remember the villain was actually a federation military yeah that had been like mutated or whatever it was kind of a waste of idris ilba yeah 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 idris's character was military and so um somehow james wan found a way james wan justin lin i think either just i can't remember which one seems racist of me they both either do horror movies or fast and furious movies and they both done both one of them it was a i know it was a fast and the furious guy but somehow he decided to find a way to have a motorcycle it was probably in it it was ridiculous yeah i still enjoy those movies but man are they not good (laughs) yeah just like fast and the furious i enjoy them but boy are they not good 
Well, we have a different opinion there, but whatever. <laughs> we'll get to do what is good. What is good, yeah. Bloodshot, Bloodshot coming out next month, I by the way. I am stoked for that. So, I finally watched The Assignment. So the assignment was a movie made um, that starred Michelle Rodriguez. Okay. It caused a little bit of an issue with a lot of people because Michelle Rodriguez plays a transgendered character. Uh, yeah, that causes issues sometimes. Well, here's the thing: the character in itself starts off male. Okay. That is factual. However, they become female not by choice. The character does not have gender dysphoria. Okay. The character does not choose to become transgendered. Okay. The character is forced into that position and they cannot reverse it. Clearly, because science isn't there to go yeah. backwards once you yeah. chop it off and so forth. And so, a little bit more complicated than that. They actually use, they, they kind of use the whole buffalo to turn it. Yeah. Down. Anyway. Yeah. Either way, I watched a video once of like how they do the, it. The process. It was a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, um, yeah. So she made this movie, and there's a lot of people that know that her sexual orientation is uh, towards women, her yep. being a woman, and apparently there's a lot of people that were pissed at her, and so she was like, I don't understand when i am in the community like it's not a, it's yeah, not the it's, same thing it's a touchy subject that we it as is. two you know hey i have no people like i have no <laughs> opinion in the in the matter of your life choices etc but in the movie yeah like actually watching the whole movie and understanding what's going on like it really sucks for the character to go yeah. from from one thing to another well now they now choice. they would have the gender dysphoria bro because they've been forced into a body that is not their own right um, so right. like i don't know i didn't see it i'll probably if it's is it like streaming it's free somewhere? right now on voodoo okay. um the movie has like some comic book aspects to it mm. similar to uh sin city like sometimes it does like that comic book style like it pans out into a comic book style um it's not overall the worst movie i've seen <laughs> and it's not overall the best movie but story-wise like it was interesting it was interesting seeing yeah. michelle rodriguez play this one character which as much as they try to play out her face to look somewhat like uh wilmer balderrama yeah <laughs> she her back is always her back yeah like Michelle Rodriguez's figure from behind as a female, mm. always like spot on. Yeah. You can see it, regardless if the front has a CGI penis and they've removed her breasts uh, through CGI. Thing. Like there's a scene where she's she's sleeping with this other woman, um, in while she's a guy, but her back looks 100% like her. Yeah, like her back. So it's very weird. Yeah. Seeing it, like, you're, you're being told this character is male, but you, mm -hmm. they didn't CGI her back to be more squared or whatever. Happened. Interesting. Um, but yeah, you should check it out. It's very interesting how the doctor that does this to her character is fighting with reality. Okay. Because that's the thing about the storyline. It's not just, hey, we have a transgender character. Go nuts. Like, yeah, nah, I can see. more involved. 
I can see it's different from the situation with that movie uh, Tug that they were trying to make, mm-hmm. where ScarJo was going to be playing a fact, a actual trans person. Yeah, like somebody from history, uh, and that, in my opinion, pretty rightfully so. Like they stopped because they could have just actually got a trans actor. Like, like I feel like. There, there are people available. Yes, they don't have the name recognition of like a ScarJo or even a yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. Um, but in, in the case of this movie, it sounds like it's a, a case where I guess it works a little bit better. But I mean, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, if you do end up watching it. Perhaps uh, use two different actors. I don't know. Yeah, I do think that is what they should have done. They should have had two different actors. So actually cast Wilmer Valderrama. Oh, yeah. Because like <laughs> you, like, you're when looking you at it you're like, it. you just look like Wilmer Valderrama. Yeah, yeah. When you watch it, you'll be like, what the heck? They should have just Maybe I'll get around to it. casted him. This is just, man, there's so much stuff to watch. Yep. Like I watched one of my one of the YouTube channels I watch the fun every once in a while is Getting the Robot, mm-hmm. um, and they're a they're they talk all different stuff yep. about anime, um, and they're really good. I really enjoy them, um, and they did their like end of year like list thing where they're like these are the ones we really liked from this year, and I'm like I'd like to watch these. There's too much media for me to consume because I want to watch. There's like you know. A dozen animes from their top list of the year. Yeah. Then I've got everything coming out on Netflix. I'm like, ooh, I want to watch that. <laughs> I'm there's like so many like weird foreign things on Netflix I want to watch. Yep. But like the way I usually watch TV at home is that I'm like doing other things at the same time, like be it painting, assembling models, yeah. just dicking around on my phone, like talking with people online. That it's. That's why I'm just like, I'm going to watch DS9 because it's a show I don't need to pay attention to because I've watched it so many times. Like, yeah, there's too much media. There's too much. Yeah, it's overall, like, story-wise, I thought it was very interesting. I thought, like, they really make her character go through, like, this, all these phases and whatnot. And, um... Michelle Rodriguez just has such a unique voice. Yeah. To like listening to her that listen to listening to her talk mm-hmm. as a male still sounding like her is very weird to me. Yeah. And you know, like it's as you watch it, like it's it's very interesting. Um, so wait, did they not even like put her voice through some type of like no modulation or anything when you you watch it if you do get to watch it you'll you'll kind of laugh at a few like corners that they cut because it still 100% sounds like her there's like a long scene where you do see her naked it's when she discovers her body for the first time uh because obviously they've done the surgery and stuff yeah and it's it's funny because like it's her natural body it's not like they really did perform surgery on her. It's uh-huh. the opposite where they CGI'd her as a guy. Yeah. The front looks all bulky, all weird. Yeah. But the back still looks like her. Yeah. And then they turn her into herself. And then herself is 100% natural. No cut lines, no marks. Like, so they didn't the even do things. the, they didn't do the work of like making it look like this is something that somebody just like no, did, no, had surgery. No. They did the See, that's they did the face wrapping, but like 
my verisimilitude is broken and I haven't even watched the movie. Yeah, yeah. Her, I feel her like I would hate this so movie easy. the more you talk about it. Yes, you, you <laughs> probably will. And I think it should be hated for it being a bad movie yeah. than hated because she played a role that isn't the same as gender dysphoria and going through this journey of self-discovery because it's not yeah. a movie about yeah it's not about it. it's more of a body horror thing yes. i don't know i it's, just you have an assassin it seems in bad taste yeah. <laughs> it's it's a unique spin on uh dealing with an assassin without killing them yeah because the the doctor that performs the surgery on the character does it as a way for them to be rehabilitated and no okay. longer be a murderer in the world oh, so interesting in, or, in, in their yeah this sounds like anime bullshit no wonder you yeah. liked it <laughs> yes. in their perspective in the doctor's like mind idea or whatever it's okay i'm gonna turn this individual from a male to a female and now that they're female they're going to understand why killing is bad why being a man is bad um, okay. or whatever it comes with it. It's, it's very odd because it doesn't stop the character from killing. The character is still an assassin. They still go on like a killing spree and the twist at the end I actually didn't expect. I was actually pleasantly surprised oh, yeah. with those little twists that they throw in at the end of the movie. Um, but yeah, overall you know it is, it is bad movies are bad movies, right? Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn bombed this week. They're renaming bad, the movie though. though. Birds of Prey wasn't bad. Was it really a Birds of Prey movie? I mean, it had characters that were all part of the Birds of Prey. Sure. So yes, technically. Sure. Like, that's like, <laughs> like you can say that about like so many movies. Justice like, League. Why does the it have Flash this movie? Okay. Kinda. Sure. Why not? It had the Flash with the main character it in it. Character like, in it. it was an ensemble cast that yes, it more focused on Harley Quinn, but whatever. Yeah, the movie. Okay. It didn't do so well, but whatever. It is what it is. This, okay, I'm going to take umbrage with it. Because it made back its budget. Did it? I yes, was... it made back its budget. Reported numbers at least two hours ago was that it had. I'm pretty sure it made back its budget. By now, maybe? You think? I think opening weekend it did. Like it, here's the thing. Everything is so skewed when it comes to yeah. box office numbers now. Because of shit like every... Marvel movie and it makes it so that all these other movies that are trying to do something a little different yeah. like because it didn't do Marvel numbers it's a flop now like that's absurd to me yeah, there, like there was one article I read that they said how much the budget was and what the expected it should have made but it wasn't it was like 10 10m short or something like that but that was like early this morning. By now, it could have already completed. I'm pretty sure I read numbers. somewhere that it made back. I don't know. Don't trust the media, guys. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking things up. People. people so, so, it's, so this is saying it brought in 81 million so far globally. Mm-hmm. So now I just need to find the budget. Okay. We're, we're doing this live. Budget. True. He's looking right now. Reported budget of eighty-four point five mil. So it's three M short. I don't know. Yeah, if it made eighty-one. Regardless, million. I think it's gonna at the very least 
make back its budget. Like, here's the the problem is that we're it's it's the problem we we're always gonna have is that like people, for one thing, it's, it's our a R-rated movie of that large of a budget is gonna have a hell of a time making back back its budget anyway, right? Like people are saying that Deadpool made its budget in them. So Deadpool has such a ridiculous following already and, and boy did I see plenty of children seeing Deadpool like that I'm in this the, in the theaters like I saw that movie twice in theaters I saw it once on myself and how long ago was that I think it was on a I took a girl to it the second time I saw it this is this is at least a year or so before I was married I think. yeah that's weird to think that was a long time ago um odd. Um and boy were there a lot of children there. Not so much the case with this one. And another issue is the marketing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was marketed very well. Yeah. Also, any movie that's released in January, February, like it tends to be a dumping ground. The exception for that rule was last year with Black Panther, right? Which then proceeded to be in theaters for literally like eight months, which is absurd. Yeah. Because even the uh, replicas from Keanu Reeves came out in January, and it didn't make. It made his budget. Nobody, nobody saw it. But, <laughs> yeah, I have it now. It's a really good movie. Never saw it. It's a great movie. Well, eh. It has Keanu Reeves in it. It's a great movie. I, the Keanu, like I would have seen it if, if I'd seen that it was in the theaters at a time where I could have gone and seen it. Yeah. Then, you know what? I would have seen it. I see a lot of friggin' movies, man. Yeah, way more than I do. So. Oh yeah, no, I am I a movie going. You don't leave your house. It's true. <laughs> I already have two movies I'm watching this year: Bloodshot, Fast Nine, Han's Man, back. That's just for Han. So weird. Spoilers. I mean, you should have seen everything. I don't watch trailers. Trailer I watch. I watch. I don't. I rarely watch trailers anymore. Well, I will wait either. until I'm actually in the theater if I'm going to see trailers, uh, because. For one thing, I hate that most trailers are cut in such a way that they give away the entire they, movie. They do spoil a lot. I, I yeah. felt that with this this trailer. Like, I felt that the teaser trailer gave me more reason to watch the movie than the full-on trailer. I, I can't tell you how many movies I see the trailer for, and I'm like, I don't need to see this movie anymore. Yeah. They're not going to do anything interesting. Like, that's just the, the way it is. Oh. We have hit our hour. We've actually gone more than an hour this far. We'll funny. give you a little bit more time. Yeah. Just in case we don't record it. Yeah. Well, hopefully we do. Because I yep. enjoyed recording the podcast. Mm-hmm. So don't forget, uh, check us out on Facebook. Give us a like. Twitter. I say things occasionally. Not super often. I need to be more active on our Twitter. But I don't know, man. It's yep. hard. Um, it's so I'm too busy on my personal Twitter. Find me there. JP underscore rank uh i think is that if you want to see me talk about politics and retweet people about politics and occasional gaming stuff uh, and funny memes uh find us on facebook uh occasionally i'll do twitch stuff we've hit a little snag with scheduling for my conan game so we haven't been doing as much twitch stuff but uh hopefully we will get more of that going i might try to start streaming some stuff it's just i have a car now so i can actually go places so getting out of the house happens a lot <laughs> um yeah subscribe stuff yep this Words. will go up on anchor anchor will then 
puke it out to yep. all most favorite podcasts. Yep. Tell your friends. Sources. Oh, I did want to shout out to the folks that told me they listened when I posted it on the, I think it was on the line of sight uh, mm. Discord. Really appreciate you guys. Um, we like getting feedback from folks. Um, and we appreciate any listen. Hopefully you don't hate us. Yep. There won't be a backtrack this time. Okay, no backtrack. Maybe we just need to tone it down, do something a little bit more like lo-fi. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll need you, to find you, a you, you're all about those high beats per minute, so For I can sure. see how people would be distracted by that. Negative uh, 40, though. Negative 40 yeah. volume. It's already... Yeah, well, apparently we need to do more. Even more <laughs> negatives. More, more negatives. negatives. Or just something very, like, yep. chill, man. Yeah, I'll see if I can find some... Some future funk or something. Yeah, I'll see if I can find something. Just something. find the most... Find some Simpsons wave. That's what we should do. That'll drive people. Yep. All right. With that, we will we will record again in two weeks, probably, yeah. and we'll see you then. It's finished.